The word was first. The word present to God. God present to the word. The word was God. In readiness for God from day one. Everything was created through him. Nothing, not one thing came into being without him. What came into existence was life. And the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness. And the darkness couldn't put it out. There was once a man, his name John, sent by God to point out the way for the light, to the life light. He came to show everyone where to look, who to believe in. John was not himself the light. He was there to show the light the way. Show the light, excuse me, show the way to the light. Pardon me. Okay. The life light was the real thing. <clears throat> Every person entering life brings into light. He was in the world. The world was there through him. And yet the world did not even notice. He came to his own people, but they didn't want him. But whoever did want him, who believed he was who he claimed and would do what he said. He made to be their true selves, their child of God's selves. These are God-given, I mean God-begotten, not blood-begotten, not flesh-begotten, not sex-begotten. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. It's the word, it's the word of the Lord. Thanks, G. So earlier this week, I was watching some meaningless bowl game, as one does, and there was a commercial trying to sell something that I don't really remember. And they kept saying things like, you don't want a job, you want the job. You don't want a spouse, you want the spouse. You don't want a car, you want the car, over and over. Like the, the is greater than a or ah is kind of the point of this. And as I often do, I interrupted Rach, who is minding her own business reading next to me on the couch. And I said, wow, that's really good theology. And she like very kindly just nodded and humored me and then went back to her book. <laughs> I don't really blame her. Um, but it made me think, as I, as I kept thinking more about this, um, it made me think of uh, Southern Gothic writer Flannery O'Connor was teaching a workshop to a bunch of would-be writers, and she said to them when they're writing that somewhere is always better than anywhere. It made me think of that. I told you, this was like a deep theological moment that was happening in the middle of the like car quest bowl or something, right? It was, in this Christmas morning, it strikes me that we also celebrate the, the the, we celebrate that the, not some amorphous a. You see, it's not just a God that comes to earth and then we fill in the blank with whatever our imagination says that that should look like and whatever that should feel like and what the repercussions of that event should be. The God came to us. Just so. And it looked like a poor, black-haired, brown-skinned baby boy born to a teen mom and kind of a confused blue-collar stepdad. It happened on the run, in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere, 
to a bunch of nobodies. Sure, there was a star that acted something kind of like a neon sign that said, pay attention, don't miss this. But beyond that, it was pretty missable, pretty anonymous, pretty small. I wonder how many times we've missed God coming to us, trying to be with us. I wonder which neon signs we've just driven right by, how many stoplights we've blown through. The evangelist John that Gary just read ruminates on this light. The same word, capital W word, that said, let there be light at creation, now alights a Bethlehem stable. Something small, tiny, dirty, loud. (laughs) Now lights up our world. What came into existence was life, and the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness, and the darkness couldn't put it out. I wonder where this tiny but mighty light could be trying to drive out darkness in our world and in our lives. I wonder where and how we could carry that light into our neighborhood. Just like a little candlelight. This is beautiful and hopeful from John, but a few more lines down, it starts to get a little more haunting. It says that Jesus was in the world, but the world was, and the world was there through him, but the world did not even notice. Jesus came to his own people, and they didn't want him. I wonder how this fragile light can continue when even its bearers are a threat to put it out. I wonder how we might notice this light and help others notice him. And then, then there's a clincher. This is John's definitive the statement. The which is greater than a. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. This is the somewhere of God's arrival. Here. Now. To us. With God. Still. Always. In Jesus' birth, God moved into our neighborhood. Even neighborhoods with bad and frequent power outages. (laughs) Even neighborhoods with all too frequent gun violence and confusing intersections and great coffee shops and insanely high growing house prices, pretty good trick-or-treating and a million little libraries and too many hills to run without getting shin splints and neighbors who know each other and some neighbors who have nasty histories with each other that no longer want to know each other or pretend like they don't. Neighborhoods with new neighbors and neighborhoods with neighbors who have lived here their whole lives and neighborhoods with neighbors who moved here from halfway across the world because their neighborhood wasn't safe to stay in. God comes and lives to neighborhoods with chickens that roam around church buildings and neighbors 
with bills that are way past due and their water's about to get turned off and neighbors that you know by face but not by name and neighbors who aren't able to leave their homes because um, for all sorts of reasons and they can't be well known because of it. These sorts of neighbors, this sort of place, God became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. The God, not just some a God, has come to us, has become our neighbor. That's what we celebrate this morning. And it sets off this whole chain of events in response. So I want to close with a sort of kind of like mic drop little sermon, kind of a poem sermon from a 7th century bishop named Isaac. This guy, Isaac. All these guys have great beards. When your beard starts to separate and curl and, and you're like kind of a tougher, more solemn Santa Claus, like you know you've made it. And that's when they make you bishop. Um, Isaac is from Nineveh. Does anyone remember Nineveh from anything else? You don't remember Nineveh from anywhere else? Nineveh was pretty famous spot in the Bible, not for necessarily good reasons. It was a place where Jonah went, right, or didn't want to go, right? Yeah. Boy, does Isaac open up some amazing responses to Jesus coming to us, to us who notice and recognize and receive this flesh and blood word who's become our neighbor in Jesus. He says, this Christmas night, this Christmas morning, bestowed peace on the whole world, so let no one threaten. This is the night the most gentle one, of the most gentle one, so let no one be cruel. This is the night of the humble one, so let no one be proud. This is the day of joy, so let us not revenge. Now is the day of goodwill, so let us not be mean. In this day of peace, let us not be conquered by anger. Today, the bountiful impoverished himself for our sake, so rich one, invite the poor to your table. Today, we receive a God for which we did not ask. So let us give alms to those who implore and beg us. This present day, cast open the heavenly doors to our prayers let us open our door to those who ask for our forgiveness. Today, the divine being took upon himself the seal of our humanity in order for humanity to be decorated by the seal of divinity. You all pray with me. Lord Jesus, we give you thanks for this day, for coming to us, for being our neighbor for being not just in any place, but in this place, uh, for walking with us. Help us uh, respond to that with all these things. Respond to your generosity with thanksgiving and generosity. Respond to your goodness uh, with goodness and beauty and truth in this world. We thank, we thank you for coming to us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.